Welcome to the Pageantry Podcast. And today's very special pageantry guest calling in from New York. It is your new Miss Universe 2017, Demi Nell Peters. Demi, good morning and welcome. Good morning and thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited that you've taken time out of your day to visit with us here at Pageantry Magazine. So if you're ready, we're going to jump right into our interview. Of course. Thank you for having me. Now that some time has passed, what moment still stands out as you awaited the announcement of Miss Universe 2017? I don't think um, there's many moments that will, will, you know, be greater than the moment my, well, my country's name got called out and and the moment Iris gave me that big hug and, and put the crown on, on my head and I took my first walk, I think that's still the moment that stands out the most. Um, I just attended the Golden Globes uh, this past weekend in LA, and that was such a big honor to to be able to be there and just to be in the same room as you know women of the likes like Oprah and, and Meryl Streep being big role models to me uh, growing up. How has the reaction been in your home country of South Africa? Oh, they are so proud, and um, they are all beyond excited for me to go home uh, for my homecoming, which will be soon, and I can't wait to celebrate with everybody. My parents and all my close friends and family are, of course, very, very proud and and so excited. I must have been getting messages nonstop. It's nearly been two months, and, and my phone still has stopped, so um, it's wonderful to know that there's so many people that are so excited with me. It's amazing. And you're actually the second woman from South Africa to capture the Miss Universe crown. Yes, that's correct. Um, so, well, South Africa had a drought for about 40 years uh, since Margaret Gardner won and um, in 1978. And I actually met her for the first time this past weekend at the Globe. So that was a very, very special moment for me. And you were actually on the red carpet at the Golden Globes with her recently, Yes. Yes, that's correct, on Sunday, yeah. (laughs) And during your red carpet appearance at the Golden Globes, you wore black, as did many, and supported the Me Too movement, which has now become the Time's Up movement. Is this an American phenomenon, or do you feel it's worldwide? No, I definitely think it's worldwide. I mean, social media, the campaign at social media by Stormen, women and and men from all over the world posted pictures where they wore black and you know, said they are standing up for, for what is right and, and taking a stand and standing in solidarity with with all all victims and all women that's been affected. Um, I definitely think it is a worldwide uh, problem that, that women face, and I think it's something that needs to be dealt with, and I'm happy that it is being dealt with and that people realize there are co- um, consequences for their actions. And that is exactly why I wore black this, this Sunday. Um to stand with all women from all over the world, not just America. Excellent. Let's talk a little about your founding of Unbreakable. Can you give us some backstory on that? Yes, I think um, the Times Up campaign is is something that's actually very close to my heart. I was um, affected by violence in South Africa where I was um, in a carjack, um, held at gunpoint by three men, and eventually I was able to get away safely and unharmed, um, but only because I had the skills and knowledge on how to handle a situation like that. I was fortunate enough to go through an empowerment course about 
three, four months before it happened where I was taught how to think in a situation like that, how to handle situations like that. Um, the course I did also focused on violent relationships, violence against women, um, you know, anything in, in that sense. So the Times Up campaign was even more relevant to me. Seeing that I started my own campaign back in South Africa about eight months ago called Unbreakable, where I hosted workshops all over the country, empowering women with skills and knowledge on how to handle situations like that. I also gave them sources of um, help and assistance where they could go to, where, you know, organizations that, that will be able to help them. That had to be absolutely terrifying. Um, it definitely was. It definitely was a very terrifying experience. But I'm happy that I could use the, the platform that I have um, to empower women and to help other women, you know, to handle situations like that in the safest and, and best way possible and hopefully to just um, give women an eye-opener to, to make them realize that they need to be cautious and that they need to be strong and and know what the safe way out is and that they should always have a plan. Now, you'll have an extremely busy year as Miss Universe. Where have you traveled thus far? I have been to the Philippines, um, well, Vegas, of course, in the United States, but um, I've been to the Philippines about a week after my crowning in, in the beginning of December, and that was absolutely amazing. Uh, we all know that the Philippines are uh, big supporters of pageantry, especially Miss Universe, and to have met so many, so many supporters and fans from the Philippines was so heartwarming, and they really just welcomed me with open arms. What are you looking forward to most as Miss Universe? I must say I'm really, really excited to go home for my for my official homecoming. Um, I think it will only really hit me when when I get home back home for the first time to celebrate with um, with everybody everybody there. So I must say I'm very, very excited. I love traveling and I love exploring. So as Miss Universe, uh, I get to travel a lot, and I'm very excited for that. Is a particular country that you're looking forward to going to? For now, I would say South Africa, and then we can review after that. <laughs> oh, point taken. With the recent cold spell enveloping the United States, how have you enjoyed your arrival in New York City? Well, I won't really say that that was a very warm welcome for me, but um, I mean, in South Africa, we don't experience snowstorms like this. We don't even experience snow. Um, only in you know the coldest of seasons of Africa, it would snow once or twice in winter. Um, so it's definitely not something I'm used to. Uh, our winters in South Africa are between, uh, you know, usually in the 70, 70, 70 degree uh, degree Fahrenheit. So. Um, it definitely was a big adjustment for me, but it's beautiful, and I think it's so magical, and I'm so happy that I that I arrived in New York in wintertime to be able to experience all of this. I've also gone ice skating, so that was a, a first for me. It didn't go too well, but uh, luckily I have time to improve. <laughs> and living here in Orlando, Florida, I'm not used to the cold weather, and I cannot ice skate either. <laughs> well, we have something in common then. <laughs> What has surprised you most about New York City? Um, I, I mean, it's coming to New, to New York um, or moving to New York was my first time in New York. So I've never been here before. It was actually my first time in the United States when I, when I participated in Miss, Miss Universe. Um, I must say what I really 
was what surprised me about New York is how friendly and to the point people are over here. And I really love that because I feel like you always know where you stand with the people, even if it's just uh, the people in my apartment block or, or my colleagues. Mm-hmm. So um, I really love that. And then the other thing is the sun really doesn't get to all the buildings. And that's a big adjustment because I'm used to big open spaces and homes with gardens um, back in South Africa. So the skyscrapers are definitely a big adjustment to me as well. And you're close to Central Park. I am. I am. Many may not know this, but what exactly is the language of Afrikaans? Is what it a, is the language? Is, is it a dialect? Is it like based upon Germanic or Dutch? Well, yes, Afrikaans um, descends from Dutch, German, and Latin, and um, a combination. So um, I must say the. I can understand Dutch if they speak very slowly, and they usually can understand me as well. So yes, that is what Afrikaans descends of, and it's also my home language. You have a very special person back home that inspires you. Can you tell me a little bit about your sister and how she's had an impact on your life? Yes, of course. Um, my half-sister, Franja, she's turning 12 soon. Um, she was born without a cerebellum, which controls and correlates your nerve and muscular system. Um, so she was born without a cerebellum, which means there's absolutely no muscle use in her inner body. So she's not able to do anything for herself. She is not even able to, to hold your hand or make eye contact. Um, and she's truly my biggest inspiration because I know that she will never be able to represent our country on the Miss Universe stage. She will never be able to play a hockey game or, you know, even buy ice cream and eat it herself. And it's things like that that make you realize um, how special the little things in life is and that makes me so grateful and thankful for being healthy and for having so many opportunities. And I think... It also makes me, I think the, the thing that makes me so angry is when people have unlimited potential and waste it. I agree wholeheartedly. Not only are you passionate about Unbreakable, which is your personal cause, but you will also yes. be able to travel the world speaking on behalf of the Miss Universe organization and their philanthropic endeavors. How excited are you to get out there and visit other countries and speak on behalf of Miss Universe? Um, Miss Universe is a spokesperson and an ambassador, like you just said, and um, that's exactly what I love doing. I love being a voice for those that can't or, um, you know, doesn't have the platform to speak out. So I'm very, very excited, and I'm excited to get involved with with various organizations. Um, Of course, I would like to bring um, a bit of Demi to the table, and I would like to use this platform to elevate my unbreakable platform. But I'm very excited to get involved with with various other causes. Mm -hmm. Okay, Demi, here's a fun one. What's your favorite type of music? Um, My favorite type of music is um, anything anything modern, pop. um, I love Afrikaans music as well. It's the best dance music. So um, how do you say it in English um, if you dance with a partner? We call it Soki. So in Afrikaans, if we dance with a partner, we call it Soki, S-O-K-K-I-E. And Afrikaans music is the best. (laughs) I'm going to put it on Alexa tonight. What's your favorite food? Favorite food? I love a good oxtail with Sam 
um, in a red wine reduction sauce or barbecue ribs is a favorite, but I'll only eat that when I'm home alone. <laughs> and um, yeah, so otherwise I'm pretty healthy and, and like eating my greens and, and, and steamed food and, and anything organic. Excellent. I've had our show. Me too. <laughs> Well, I've had oxtails, but I'll join you on the barbecue even faster, okay? <laughs> when you eventually crown your successor, what do you hope to have accomplished as Miss Universe? Well, I hope that I will be remembered as a Miss Universe that really gave everything of herself, that nothing was ever too much to ask for, that I was a hard worker. And I hope to be remembered as a Miss Universe that was relatable to to young girls, young women, and that I was able to inspire them through my actions. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Is there anything that you would like to add today? Um, no, I think that's it for now. Well, I will do a wrap-up. And our very special pageantry guest today has been Miss Universe 2017, Debbie Nell Peters. Debbie, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it, and I wish you all the best of safe travels and a great enjoyment of your year as Miss Universe. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And I'm sure it's going to be a year to remember.